0: Hello and welcome to the Limitless Landscapers podcast. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Paula. And today we are talking about business networking, whether that's through social media, through in person events, or just meeting people in and outside the industry, how that has changed everything in our business. As the co founders of the Landscaper Circle, we help you get more money,
1: time, and freedom to become limitless. Through our experiences as fellow landscapers and our tried and tested methods, if you want help with your marketing, managing, or growing your business, you've definitely come to the right place. If you're a landscaper, garden designer, or supplier to the industry, then hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Now, let's get
0: back to the show. Yeah, where do we start? I mean,. Business networking kind of sometimes gets a bad rap, I think, but oh, absolutely. you can meet so many amazing contacts through not necessarily in-person networking events that you can. It can be anything from messaging people and contacting people, following people on social media through to just getting recommended to someone. But it is truly life changing, even if they don't become a client in so many other ways. Oh, absolutely.
1: If You're talking to who was the queen of networking prior to children. So I used to be part of a networking group and we used to, probably two or three actually, and we used to meet at 6am in the morning, insanely. And basically I used to network with a lot of people. And the funniest thing is over the last few months, I've had two people, well, three actually. I've had a designer that I met at a networking event like five years ago, contact me um, about pricing for some work. I also had their client who asked her to get in contact with me and that was because I did a great presentation at a networking event like eight years ago and he had remembered me and basically man wants us to price for the job and I think he wants us to ultimately do it based on that one presentation I did at this one networking group and then a third client actually who I had met at an in-person networking but they'd actually connected with me on LinkedIn had messaged me through there and said, Hey, I'm, I met you like six years ago. Can you quote for our garden design? Well, we did a garden design now we're quoting for the landscaping. So it's not to be underestimated, but it's not always an immediate payoff. It's, it's about building relationships. And like I say, I haven't seen these people for six, seven years, but they've all remembered me from the in-person networking that we initially made contact with and then. Obviously, with the LinkedIn stuff, it's having a presence online following that on social. They've remembered me. So it does work. It's just a more of a slow burner. And again, it's all about building relationships. And I do believe that in-person networking builds that better than online.
0: Definitely. And even if it's just booking an in-person conversation online or something like that, because I know that a few examples aside from kind of people becoming clients is we met Heidi through a business mentoring group. And if you've listened to any of our podcasts, if you're a member and stuff, we've done so much with Heidi, not just cross promotion, but she's also helped us so much in our sales. We did a 12 week program, which we will link to her website below. So you can find out more information about that, where she one-to-one helped both of us, basically making your life how you want it to be. It's getting tools and systems in place, which not only helped us personally, but helped us in business because we work really well together in so many ways, but something we really struggle with is that we are opposites. We communicate in very opposite ways. And Heidi's given us the tools to be able to communicate better and for us to each understand each other's, not necessarily perspective, but understand what we mean. So yeah. language, for example, like circles are things that if you feel like you keep going around in circles, So we're like, oh, this is one of our circles. And we can now identify things and work on things. friends, is easy for us it's more like the co-working thing so that's really helpful and that's something that we would never have even looked at or spoken to her about or even known about her really without that yeah Yeah.
1: and that was through obviously like we said a mentoring session but it's also sort of the in-person events just before covid here we exhibited didn't we Mm. at futurescape and also landscape show in london and we got a few members and a few clients off that But the main thing we took away from that was the relationships we built so for instance maggie from the landscaper magazine Mm -hmm. we met her there and if we hadn't been there i would never have met her we wouldn't be writing the article that we do every month for her and she's been a really good key person that we've kept in touch with partnered with on lots of stuff
0: Perennial there was another yeah. one we wouldn't have met Kate we wouldn't be also doing the weekly and daily planners that we yeah. sell 50% of the profits of that go straight to perennial so we wouldn't have done any of those things without meeting those people at those events and if you think as a designer or a landscaper yeah okay I don't need any products why am I going to go to a futurescape or a yeah. landscape show it's the connections you make the things that you couldn't possibly even predict and what it's one, two days out of the business. Yeah. Like you can sustain that. It's all about going. That's why we've booked for Futurescape again this year. So if you are planning to go to Futurescapes, we will be there and we'll be on a stand again with nightlux who are outdoor lighting. Paul runs it. He's a client, but also we've partnered with him on a lot of things. And again, like he emailed us from I want to say he got a referral. He either got a referral or it was from social. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's, it's been so long that we've been working with Paul that it's kind of like, yeah where, yeah, where did we start? And
1: he was a dream client. He became a member. He's had Done For you stuff. We've done partnering with him yeah. as well to promote Night Lux. He's one of the suppliers on my online shop. Mm. So it's... It's about building, and even if you, you've met people, so we've all sort of met people online or in events but never really done much with the relationship, but we just think, oh, well, we can email them. I think cementing those relationships that you want to build better, going into these events and in person, sitting down having a coffee and organising it, not just turning up and expecting them to be free, particularly if they're on a stand, mm. but seeing if you can book in for a quick coffee and a chat, just to see where it leads. And it's not just about getting clients and and getting um, partners. It's also about collaboration. So are there collaboration opportunities? Are you a designer that is struggling to look for landscapes in your area? They're probably going to Futurescape Mm. or the landscape show. How about contacting them and booking in to meet them there for a coffee. So you're not having to do multiple coffee trips. What happens normally is you contact them, you meet them in person. You could meet five people in one place at Mm -hmm. different times rather than travelling to different places to meet different people. So it kind of makes it easier utilising these industry events to your benefit.
0: Yeah, like we've booked a stand specifically that... Is near the cafe and we're going to have a link nearer the time where you guys can book in for a chat with myself or paula and book in for a call off the stand and basically we're sharing a stand with nightlux now you may think well why because they're an outdoor lighting supplier and you guys offer marketing services and membership well we work together really nicely it will be a really nice cohesive stand and ultimately nightlux is a partner of ours and part of membership at TLC is that you get access to all of our partners so it was a really nice way and that's again something that we would never have had if we hadn't made that connection and it's just something to bear in mind even if you meet someone at an event and then you want to cement that relationship afterwards cement them by following them on social and not just following them interacting messaging commenting on their posts being fresh in their minds then booking in a call with them when the time is right like if they said oh yeah contact me later in the year make sure you put a date in the diary in your calendar to contact them it's simple things that can really change your business for the better
1: yeah and it's also looking at your existing contacts so What I hate the most is on particularly LinkedIn, is you make a new connection and then they tend to send you a salesy type message. Mm. I am not a fan of this. Now I'm a fan of sales, but done right, not done craply. And for me, when I get a sales message, I disconnect with that connection because it's not for me. Now, what would be better is them connecting with me. And this is how I probably run my LinkedIn stuff. Connecting with me, commenting on the posts and and engaging with me and and vice versa. However, then when you want to, like Charlotte says, cement it, then you go through your old contacts and your connections on LinkedIn and the people that interact with you on Instagram or Facebook. And they're the ones that you then get back in touch with and say, hey, I've just noticed we've got some synergy. Been speaking online for a while. I've been following what you do. I really like X, Y and Z. Would you fancy, are you going to Futurescape? Do you want to meet up?
0: exactly
1: and it's, it's as simple as that and it, it doesn't have to be you're not remaking the wheel so to speak no you're doing something quite basic but it's not in a salesy way so it's not like hey buy this i've yeah. only just connected it's about saying I'd love hey we've loved to have a chat because actually we've got some synergy or i can see some collaboration opportunities or i've got something that might interest you or you have something that interests me or you're just interesting to me i'd like to meet you and find out more whatever it might be but it's also looking at longevity so how long have you been connected with mm. these people because they're probably more likely to be happy to to respond to that sort of message rather than you've connected with them sent them a buy this subscribe to this can i give you a free x y and z it doesn't work in my opinion
0: no and i think as well people can why would someone want to hear from me but if you're a designer looking for a landscaper or vice versa they're probably looking for you oh, yeah Like, so just message them. They'll probably be happy because they'll be like, Oh, yeah, it's been on my to do. I've been meaning to find more designers. Like, it's probably something that's been on their list. But just by planning how you're going to spend, looking at particularly going to shows, looking at exhibitor lists, who you want to see if they've got links to book in, but also making those appointments with other people outside. And this also can apply as well if you're looking at launching a new service or inquiries are quite quiet and you're like, Right, I need to think of other ways to. Build awareness of the business and I really want to grow, or however, look at your existing contacts. As Paula said, when we first launched TLC, we reached out to Phil Tremaine from the APL. We reached out to various different suppliers and associations that we have been a part of or that we know through Paula's business to see, look, we're launching this really new, exciting thing. Can you help? Can you help? And we'll help you however you guys want to see fit. So it's really good. To, again that was a relationship that you've built over years so it helps yeah and it's
1: also about not thinking like what you can offer but how can you help how can mm. I best serve our clients how can I best serve the person that I'm going to connect with what's in it for, for them and you so it's got to be a win-win it can't just be a one-sided thing I think that's why the direct sales messages don't work because it's very one-sided they're not looking at the win-win like what's in it for them That's what you've got to ask yourself. What's in it for them? And how can you best serve people? How can you most help people? And then the results will come. That's what I mean. You, You go in along that line and then the results will happen. So people will start collaborating with you. You will grow your connections. You will see more opportunities come out of those relationships that you spend time building. But it's not an instant thing. This is more of a long-term plan. Long-term,
0: yeah. And I think one of my pet peeves in the industry is that it's very much an industry where it's like, why would I do that? Because I'm not getting inquiries straight away. Why would I do that? Like, it's always about now, I need it now, or I'm all right as I am at the minute. It's almost like people that rely on word of mouth a lot then have now relied on social media. And it's like, well, I've got social working for me. I don't need anything else. I don't need a website. I don't need this. I don't need to contact these people and it's like, well, if they're not going to be a client of mine, what's the point of contacting them? And I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're not one of those people necessarily, but it's all about building relationships. The reason we have a partners list at TLC that our members and non-members can access is that we like partnering with quality businesses. We like sharing success. There's this, I think, belief in the industry that there's not enough to go around. Like you've got to be competitive on price, you've got to do this, you've got to do that, just to get the jobs in. And you've got to be really against your competitors. We've spoken before how you've helped your competitors and been with your competitors, Paula. So it's almost like this thing of getting out of your own way to achieve success and also build great relationships that can partner in fruition in so many different ways.
1: Also, worth mentioning is what we've set up in the landscape circle. If you are a member, you might not remember our sending an information out about this, but. We offer a dashboard now where you can actually
0: go and collaborate. So there's a members directory, which is available to members where you can see all the members within the Landscapers Circle that have updated to have a public profile. So if you do join at some point and you don't want to have your profile public, you don't have to. But it will have your logo and your contact details and your website, I believe, on there. And then there's also the member convos area. So this is an area where you can have conversations with your fellow members. Now, the beauty of this is we can discuss different things that you want to discuss between design or if you're a landscaper you want to discuss with another landscaper it also then means as well that you can discuss collaboration opportunities it's been so amazing this year to see so many of our members collaborate with each other, designers and landscapers in in the near area working together, passing jobs between each other, but also things such as writing A a blog, yeah, a collaborative blog on, I think it was what it takes to be a reputable landscaper or the cost of it. And again, like designers and landscapers collaborating on that. And I know that a couple of our members have actually met up in person and just gone for a walk and a chat. And it's been so lovely to see, that and we want to really foster that in the community which is why we have that member convos area so i think it's again you may be thinking well why do i want to speak to so many other designers and landscapers well right there is, is four or five good reasons
1: yeah <laughs> absolutely and and again it's a similar thing for any of the social associations when you sign up to these what are you drawing, buying into the support the community the collaboration opportunities it's not necessarily the association itself as that the ultimate thing it's all of that combined so getting that support being in your community the collaboration the networking the building relationships that's the most important so again that's what we offer at TLC if you're interested in finding out more go on the wait list there'll be a link in the show notes and check us out if you haven't already but yeah that's the beauty of networking there's so many good things that come out of online and offline networking I myself prefer in-person. We had an in-person meeting last week. It was amazing. It's like the first one in ages. And it's just nice to actually speak to people and have a nice coffee somewhere rather than being online, which I feel we're too much of now. It's gone the total opposite way.
0: Yeah, I think it's having a healthy mix of both and also not ever being against, I would say. Always being open to opportunities. I know that Paula's got a coaching client that came from the gym. Yeah. So it's thinking that even if you don't attend like physical networking events, always being open to the opportunities around you, speaking to people, conversing with people. If Paula hadn't been open to speaking to people at the gym, she wouldn't have got this client. And I I don't don't normally talk that much. Yeah. (laughs) Headphones on. Don't (laughs) talk to anyone. No. So it's just being open to opportunities and just fostering relationships really yeah. and it will pay off go. yeah
1: don't be focused on what you think the end goal is don't mm. be focused on that just be open mm. just go with a sense of
0: openness and how you can help them and even if like you go in with the with someone and you think that they're going to become a client I've had it before where people have contacted us or we've networked or etc and I think they're going to become a client and actually they don't but we partner in a different way that works so much better so even if it's not initially what you think it's going to be don't immediately turn off and go right well this is this conversation over yeah just be open to anything that arises yes sometimes they may suggest things that you'll actually know that's not going to work for me but you can have a conversation about that just don't be kind of close guarded I guess yeah be
1: open Mm. do it with love
0: (laughs) start with cheesy quotes (laughs) (laughs) yeah Awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining. All the links that we mentioned will be in the show notes and we will see you on the next one. Ciao.